Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey guys, Daily Reflections, page 236, the reading for August 15th. Didn't we hurt anybody? Some of us, though, tripped over a very different snag. We clung to the claim that when drinking, we never hurt anybody but ourselves. That's from the 12 and 12, uh, page 79. This step seems so simple. I identified several people whom I had harmed, but they were no longer available. Still, I was uneasy about the step and avoided conversations dealing with it. In time, I learned to investigate those steps in areas of my life which made me uncomfortable. My search revealed my parents, who had been deeply hurt by my isolation from them, my employer, who worried about my absences, my memory lapses, my temper, and my friends I had shunned without explanation. As I faced the reality of the harm I had done, step eight took on new meaning. I am no longer uncomfortable, and I feel clean and light. I just love when, like, strings of a few days of episodes blend together. Like, this is all about similar stuff, but, like, these last few have been about, like, very specific, similar (laughs) principles and values and things like that. So this one here, we were talking about yesterday how how we are not meant to like be an island basically it is this yeah in step eight that we start to realize that no action we take is alone and i was listening to something the other day where i guess um cardinal uh well cardinal ratzinger pope benedict 16th ex meritus (laughs) i forget how you say it all he's gonna be proclaimed a saint i think very soon (laughs) um but he is be- a beautiful writer. I mean, I'm not, this is not just my opinion. I, he is well known in the beauty of his writing. And he talks about, I need to read it fully because I haven't, but how um, basically no man is an island. I'm going to do better and actually research this and be able to share on it better <laughs> next time this comes up. But like no man sins alone kind of a thing where we are, Even if you are alone in your bedroom eating cookies in the dark, those actions affect other people because of the way you show up with other people in relationship after that. And so just from a very programmy way, like whether it's because you're not feeling good because of what you did like physically and so you're just less nice to be around you're kind of 
irritable, or maybe you were supposed to be meeting with a friend and you canceled and decided to stay home and do that because your disease was calling, you know, then you've harmed someone in that way. Or maybe if you hadn't done that, it you don't know what opportunities you're saying no to when you decide to isolate and disappear into your disease. You just don't know. You don't know what connection and beauty you're saying no to. And so sometimes it's a sin of commission where maybe you drank too much and you put someone else in danger. Or maybe it's a sin of omission where you simply missed out on the opportunity of something beautiful because you chose to isolate and your disease won the day. And even in our isolation, we, we cause harm to ourselves and to other people either because we're missing out on something we could have done or because of the way we show up afterwards. And I think that's probably the primary way, at least in my experience, I think, because then I was in so much shame. I wasn't feeling good. I lost sleep. I was just kind of more difficult to be around. I was more sensitive and reactive because I was carrying the shame around with me. I was uncomfortable in my body and in my clothes because of what I had done, which caused bloating and all sorts of things like that. And I'm also becoming more internally focused when I do that. And so I'm less able to see the needs of people around me. I'm less able to engage with them because I'm kind of stuck in my own misery or just completely like numbed out. And so this just goes back to almost like that spider web analogy where we are all like a string on the web. And if you're familiar with (laughs) the world of spiders, like if a fly lands on the most distant part of the web, it vibrates throughout the whole thing and the spider knows. And so I think in that way, like even if my thread isn't directly connected to your thread, The vibration is felt throughout the human race in some way or another, whether it's just your closest circle or it expands to work or community or church or whatever, maybe your 12-step group, the reverberations are felt throughout. And so it's not to shame you. It's, It's to almost encourage you to want to take care of yourself because deep down we want to take care of our people. And the flip side of that too is that, oh, and you don't want to miss out on some fun you could have had when you decided to to stay connected to the world. But the flip side of that too is whatever good we do, that sends vibrations out too. So whenever we choose to put down the thing, that strength reverberates throughout the whole community that is connected to us. Every fiber, every part of the web then has goodness like that shocks through it. And the strength of the group or your community and yourself, it it builds. And it's like that link in the chain, the bond of connection between persons I talked about. Every chain has, we are a link in a chain. We, every link matters in a chain. And, you know, if we're broken, the chain is broken. It's less strong. 
And when we choose to stay linked in and connected, then the chain is strong. And the rest of the chain, the rest of the links in the chain are able to be supported by each other. And so it's just, it's, it's a gentle reminder, if nothing else, to, to, to know that even if you make a, de- a, a decision like alone per se by yourself, nothing we do is actually isolated and alone. And that's a lie that your disease is trying to tell you to justify what it is it wants you to do. So don't let, don't listen to that disease voice. Don't let your disease win today. Right now in this moment, take time to listen to that higher voice, your higher power, and reach out to your group, reach out to your sponsor, read some literature, work on your step work, and those positive vibrations will ricochet throughout your world. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes. Thank you.